Okay, I think it's about time. Shall we get started? Welcome to our last couple of meditations before the end of the year. There's this week and next, and then we'll go on a hiatus. Um, I'll give you the dates at the end. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at MARC, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, which is over in the medical school at UCLA. We're in the Samuel Institute for, neuro for the Neuroscience and Human Behavior. We practice mindfulness. This is why we come together. We practice mindfulness. And mindfulness is the definition that I use that some of you can probably now repeat in your sleep is paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. I like this definition because it speaks to the type of awareness we bring. It's present time awareness and the qualities we bring to it openness and curiosity. So we're really with our present moment experience exactly how it is. And that's why I love that phrase, willingness to be with what is. It actually takes a lot of courage to be with what is. It's so much easier to be with what isn't <laughs> or to not be with what is. You know, it's easy to check out and space out and I think some of you find when you begin your meditation practice that suddenly it feels like maybe, uh-oh, I got worse, right? I'm more neurotic. I have more weird things going on in my mind than I ever imagined. My attention is so bifurcated. I'm so lost. But actually, that's not the case. You're not getting worse. What's happening is you're able to see yourself more clearly. And this requires a kind of courage a courage to be with what you observe in your body and mind. Now, oftentimes people come to this mindfulness practice to reduce stress, and of course, it's a wonderful way of doing that. But it's not only about stress reduction, it's also about getting to know this mind. And what we discover in our minds are all of our, um, essentially all of our neurotic tendencies the way I obsess, the way I continually plan, the way I'm kind of, my mind gets stuck in grief and it just replays and replays, the way I judge myself, the way I can't stay focused. And sometimes what we see is not so pleasant. But the good news about the practice is what's happening is we're cultivating an ability to be with what is, to look directly at our this body and mind and go okay this is it there's imperfections there's flaws but it doesn't mean there's something really wrong with me it's just something that i can learn to accept i can learn to bring my attention to who i am as i am and be okay with this and in some ways this is a definition of self-compassion because self-compassion is not about self-esteem it's not about thinking you're great Self-compassion is about being kind and compassionate to yourself, even with your imperfections, even with your flaws. And going, okay, that's just me. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Let me say that again. There is nothing wrong with you. This is just who we are in this moment, it's going to change. It always changes. And we can see that with our mindfulness. We can bring our attention to what we're experiencing in the moment 
and be willing to be with ourselves even in the midst of our flaws. And it's actually quite revolutionary to not try to be different, to not try to make yourself perfect, to not to get out of this experience, but simply to let go and accept and be. And so this is one of the deeper aspects of the mindfulness practice, that it leads to a profound self-acceptance. And the more that we can accept who we are and not be scared by our imperfections, the more that we have tolerance for everybody else. When we're judging ourselves really strongly, we tend to kind of project that out to other people. And so this is one of the, just, just a, a way of reframing how we think about the mindfulness practice, this capacity to come into the present moment, look squarely as what at what is here, accept it, know that's part of me, but doesn't define me, and hold a greater space for that, just to be okay in the midst. So we will explore this a little bit as we meditate today, but mostly we'll just be doing our practice. Let's settle back into a posture that's comfortable. Finding a way to keep yourself upright, but not rigid or tight. Hands resting where they're comfortable. Usually we do eyes closed, but some people don't. Some people prefer to meditate with their eyes open. That's fine. And it's always nice, I think, to start with a few deep breaths. And that can regulate our nervous system and bring some calm and concentration and ease. You don't have to. Just see what can help you to come into this present moment. And with that deep breath, we can honor the transition, what it took to get here. And with another deep breath, we can sense into ourselves what's present just in this moment. How are we doing? How is our body, heart, mind? Just let it be. Let it be where you are. And one more deep breath to invite in a quality of ease and relaxation. if that's possible. And then let the breath return to normal. And see if you can notice your body seated on the chair. And just gently scan your body in your mind's eye, noticing if there's any tension or tightness or contraction or sense of unease. When I did that right now, I just noticed that my stomach felt really tense. I don't know why, it's not a big deal. I just bring my attention to it. You might take a breath 
into the stomach area and just allowing it to soften. And maybe it doesn't soften, so can I be okay with the heaviness and tightness right there? It just kind of is what it is. So again, scanning your body, noticing if an area feels tight or tense. And then allowing that to gently soften. Turning your attention to the sounds in the room or outside the room. Noticing that sounds come and go. We don't have to do anything about the sounds. We can simply notice. If your attention wanders away, then bring it back to the sounds, to the listening. This is a fine way to practice. For some people, they prefer to do this meditation, just focusing on the sounds, not making up a story, not trying to figure out what type of sound it is or why not sitting there obsessing with about the air conditioning system or how you wish things were different, but just noticing the sounds. And then bringing your attention back into your body again. Assessing once again, is there tension present? And if so, is it possible to soften? We can use our breath to soften. Sometimes just noticing that an area is tense is enough for the relaxation process to happen. And then finding your focus inside your body if you're not going to use sounds. Feeling your breath moving through your body. Not trying to control it. Not trying to have a particular type of breath. But just the natural flow of breathing. through your nose, finding where you feel it the clearest, our abdomen rising and falling, our chest expanding and contracting. 
the air moving through our nose, in, out, tingling, heat. Or you might even notice the breath in its full manifestation. For some people, it's easiest just to feel the breath as it comes in and animates our body and then exits through our nose. But we know in meditation it's helpful to have something to focus on so our mind doesn't get lost. And so for most of us it's the breath in the spot we've chosen, our abdomen, chest, or nose. Or you could do the full body breathing sensations. For other people, it's sound. Find that focus. Land on it. If you can't decide, just pick something. Staying with our breath. Breath after breath or sound after sound. At some point, thoughts begin to appear, compelling thoughts, spacey thoughts, planning thoughts, fantasizing thoughts, worrying thoughts, imagining thoughts. There's many possibilities. This is not a problem. This is not a failure of your meditation practice. This is what happens in a human mind. The mind produces thoughts. So the difference is whether we can learn to just let those thoughts go. In other words, not grasp onto them, not cling onto them. Or do we find ourselves caught in the thought, lost, Believing the thought, thinking it's real. So when you notice that your mind is caught, that your attention is caught, you can just say thinking or wandering. Or you can be specific. You can say planning, remembering, worrying, gently then returning attention back to your main focus. And in that way, the thought is let go of. So we just keep doing this again and again and again, coming back into the present moment. If other things happen, like a sound pulls you away, or an emotion, or you get sleepy, or restless, then just notice it. What is it that's pulled you away? Pay attention to it. Acknowledge it. And then ultimately returning back to your main focus. So let's start with that today in the meditation. Remembering the words of 
a willingness to be with what is. And that it does take courage to face what's in this human mind. But we can start to see that it's just like clouds in the sky moving through us.
for the last little bit of our meditation. I just want us to just encourage you to notice right now if there's something that's been arising in your meditation practice, current or in the last 20 minutes, that it was hard to be okay with. that there wasn't a willingness to be with what is. Could have been an aspect of yourself or a memory, something you remember doing. Just let it come to mind. Is there anything right now I cannot willing to be with as it is? And if something does come up for you, notice how you feel. I don't like it. Feels scary to me. Strange. I wish it weren't true. To see if you can gently soften around this thing, making space for it. Imagine your mind is as big as the sky and this is just one cloud in the midst. You can just let it go if possible. What would it take right now to be okay with this part of yourself? or this memory. Maybe there's something you need to say to yourself. Do so now. It's okay. May I accept myself as I am. I'm only human. And bring in that quality of softness that we explored at the beginning if this is possible. I'm only human. Things are as they are. Willingness to be with what is. And then just notice how you feel as you consider that possibility. Didn't have to work. Just notice the impact of considering this possibility. And now notice your full body seated on the chair. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. As I said earlier, you know, oftentimes we come to meditation for stress reduction, but we start to see that there's so much more, it's so much faster than we might have imagined. And this capacity to learn to accept ourselves, it comes just naturally. We were, you know, I was focusing on it a bit today and inviting you in that direction, but really 
You don't have to do anything. If you just keep up your mindfulness practice, that quality is going to naturally arise over time. And then the more we can be accepting of ourselves, the more it transfers out into the world. So uh, a couple announcements. As I said, there'll be one more of these groups next week. And then, uh, then we'll be two weeks off. And then resuming on the 7th of January. I probably won't be there that day, but I'll be back on the 14th. And we'll have, but we will have the group. Someone will be here. Someone will be here. And let's see. If you're interested in our center, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, when you exit on the right, there's all sorts of, uh, there's flyers with all of our programs so you know what's coming up and can help you go more deeply into mindfulness. We have beginning level classes and six week classes and free drop ins all over UCLA and around the city. So, anyway, check it out. And I will be in the hallway if you have any questions. Otherwise, see you next week.